Hello everybody and welcome to the first single of the Mars City Rebel Show, ACC and SEC Football Podcast on the internet today. It is Tuesday. going on welcome back welcome back we are in the studio i already know it you ain't gotta say it i sound like shit the big bad <laughs> pollen monster has jumped on me it's got me a little bit congested but lucky for y'all i always got my co-host the one the only big rob in the house how the hell you doing man uh doing pretty good brother doing pretty good fighting this big bad monster just like you are man this thing is nasty so far this year Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You definitely sound a world better than I do at this very moment. That's for sure. <laughs> the allergy medicine that I take every night before bed. Yeah, I don't take no medicine every night, man. I try to stay away from medicine as much as I possibly can. But every now and then, the occasion calls for it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, every now and then you have to do it. I mean, especially at my age, just turned 39 yesterday. So, yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, man. Happy Appreciate birthday. It. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Getting on up there. Oh, man, I tell you, you're only as old as you feel, and if that's the case, I feel 69. You're you starting to say goodbye to your 30s, and hell, here in another month and a half, I'll be saying farewell to my 20s. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Damn it, man. Damn it, man. What's it like in the 30s, man? It doesn't get scary, does it? Oh, Bo, you think you've got it bad with your knees and stuff now? You just wait. Ooh, don't tell me that. <laughs> well, uh, Bo, how about some breaking news today in the NFL world? What the hell is that? My breaking news theme. All right. <laughs> Sound like R two D two going ape shit. <laughs> but uh, man, you see where the Green Bay Packers signed a four year extension, groundbreaking extension with Aaron Rodgers, a little over two hundred million dollars, one hundred and fifty three million guaranteed. But I tell you what, I thought for sure Aaron Rodgers was gone. I figured, you know, some other team like the Broncos, and we'll get to them here in just a minute, but I figured uh, another team would be picking him up, man, but I guess money talks at the end of the day. Yeah, man, I figured Denver would have jumped all over that, but uh, I guess not. I guess money talks and uh, BS walks, you know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, but don't worry about Denver, man. They've already found their quarterback, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, on top of the Aaron Rodgers news, I mean, on one hand, you got him becoming the highest paid player in the history of the game. And then on the other hand, the team that everybody thought for sure that he was going to, damn if the news breaks that Pete Carroll up there in Seattle is trading Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Oh, Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Now, the package hasn't been really – uh, portrayed yet exactly what Denver's actually given up for. Uh, two first rounds, I believe it is. A second round, I think it's two first rounds. A second round, Drew Locke, and I think there was two or three other players. Oh wow! Yeah, they sold the farm. Yeah, it sounds like it. But that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, I hope it works out for him, man. Because I, I gotta be honest with Joe Russell Wilson. He didn't, he didn't look too hot this past year, but then again, he did have some injuries, but. 
He really ain't looked himself in the last two years, if you want to get down to it. No, it really doesn't. But how many times does a change of scenery actually work out to a quarterback's or even a player at that advantage, you know, work out to their advantage? You got a very valid point there. I mean, Tom Brady right there in New England. Granted, he did win the Super Bowl in 2018, but 2019, man, he had a bit of a down year and the right was on the wall. Everybody says the end of his career. and He left there and went to Tampa Bay and – Got another ring right there in 2020. Exactly. His first year at Tampa Bay and then almost gets there again his uh, second year. But then, you know, decides to call it a farewell tour, I guess. Yeah, man, yes. Yeah, pretty wild. But like you said, change of scenery always, I don't know, brings a breath of fresh air into a lot of guys. It really does, man. It, it re- rejuvenizes, I guess, is the proper word for it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, uh. I tell you what, it's always good to have a little breaking news in the NFL. I always like to touch on that if we got something going on. But uh, I tell you what, let's jump into the Sear Tar Heel team, man. North Carolina Tar Heels, man. I tell you, going into this season, it seemed like this was going to be their year. You have what was thought to be a number one draft pick in Sam Howell. You thought for sure that good things was going to happen. I didn't. Well, m- most of your quote-unquote experts yeah. thought it was going to happen. A lot of people had them pegged for sure to at least contend for, if not win, the ACC championship this year. And A lot of people said, oh, Sam Howe, man, I mean, this is going to be his last year. He's going to go out there and get ACC title and – this is the year where North Carolina becomes more so of a national contender than just an ACC contender. and Boy, they pissed that one away. <laughs> Six <Absolutely>. and seven. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It was, it was a heartbreaking season if you're a North Carolina fan. And I don't know about you, man, but I like to pull for North Carolina when I can. But, I mean, that defense they had was just horrendous this season. Yeah, I didn't. I like North Carolina. All right, I ain't got no problem with them. But uh, there's a couple things that hurt them this year. And I called it after looking over their film from 2020. Mm-hmm. I said, man, they're going to have a steep hill to climb. Mm-hmm. Then I looked at the spring game, and I said, yeah, they hadn't got it figured out in spring game. Maybe it'll work out in the fall. And it became pretty apparent that season opener against Virginia Tech. Absolutely, man. But let me ask you this question. How much of a hot seat do you think Mac Brown's going to be on this season? Hell, I think his seat's going to be cool as a cucumber. You think so? Yeah, hell yeah. What was, what was North Carolina doing before Mac Brown got her? They made – I think they made a run at the ACC championship, I want to say two years in a row there. With uh, I know one year was with Mitch Trubisky and another year was with another guy. I can't remember his name. But uh, Mac Brown, man, I mean that's a, that's a legend. I just I don't see it happening. I would like to think not, simply because he is a legend. But when you have talent like Sam Howell, Josh Downs. And even Ty Chandler, man, as an offense, you think you could produce more than what you did. And 
be able to pull out some of those tight games, but... Hell no, man. Come on now. Let's, let's, let's address the elephant in the room right now. All right, you're already starting to... you blindsided by something. Don't look at 2020. Look at 2020. What did they have? They had not one, but two running backs. Not quarterbacks, not receivers. Two running backs that had over 1,000 yards rushing on the ground. They had two receivers that had almost 1,000 yards receiving. Right. Plus a couple of these other guys. Sam Howell was a breakout talent. But, man, come on now. I mean, you lose not one, but two All-American running backs, big-time players Mm -hmm. that this team was built around. I mean, Sam Howell. Sam Howell's good, no doubt. But you take away the rushing game that he had those couple years. Oh, wait a minute. We did this year. We did take away that rushing game. What happened? Right. They went 6-7. and seven. Sam Howell ran. All right, you look at their rushing attack. You'll say 212.7 yards a game. That's 18th in college football. At first glance, you say, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Sam Howell was 828 of those yards. <laughs> I mean, dude. Come on now. Right. Your quarterback had 200 yards less rushing than your number one running back. You take away the running game, you put it all on, on Sam Howell's shoulders, and which is what they did this year. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're counting on your running back to, to get you that many yards, it's not uh, not going to be a pretty ending for you, I don't think. No, so <clears throat> it's kind of like Virginia Tech, 2020 compared to 2021. 2020, they had Khalil Herbert. They had a hell of a running back. Their offense, don't get me wrong, is a little stagnant at times back then too. Fuente never had a very good offense to watch, very fun. Right. But it looked pretty good in 2020. They moved the ball pretty well and looked way better. Khalil Herbert left. Virginia Tech's offense went off deep end. Right. Todd Chandler had 1,000 yards rushing. That's not bad. 1,090 yards. That's cool. But when you got two running backs... And I think, when we talked about before, I think between the two of them, they accounted for, I want to say, close to 3,000 yards. Yeah. On the ground by themselves. Absolutely, man. They leaned hard on that rushing offense that uh, year, last year. Well, it opens up so much more than the passing game. It makes it way easier. Way easier. This year, Sam Howe. A lot of people say he hurt his draft stock this year. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Nine interceptions. He had nine interceptions. He had 24 touchdowns, threw for 3,056 yards, 828 rushing yards with 11 touchdowns, like I said, 347 attempts with 217 completions. That's a 62.5 completion percentage. 62.0. Is it 62.0? Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. But also, he was sacked 48 times for 289 yards. Right. 
that's not great. You look at the third downs this year. They only completed 43% of the third downs. Not very good. Not good at all. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying here, dude. You put the whole weight of the game on Sam Howell's shoulders. That's why originally they're saying, oh, he's probably going to be top five pick in the NFL draft. Right. Now there's a good chance he's probably going to be a round two, maybe even early round three pick. Absolutely, man, absolutely. I think it's a mistake for Sam Howell to leave to the NFL this early. I really do. I, I think he needed one more year to prove what he can do for his draft stock. But then again, how many times did you say he was sacked? 40, I think it was 48. Let's see here, 48 times. 48 sacks, man. I mean, that's writing on the wall. You need to get out before you get hurt, I guess, too. Well, I mean, you need to get out before you get hurt, but also he had that great rushing attack. Right. He had it in 2019, had it in 2020. 2021 rolls around, he didn't have that attack. All of a sudden, his draft stock goes way down. Absolutely, man. Who's to say next year won't even be even worse? Because Ty Chandler was a senior this year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm almost certain Ty Chandler was. Yeah, it's – um. Yeah, with Ty Chandler, man, he, he was a hell of a running back, 182 carries for 1,092 yards, 13 touchdowns. I mean, he counted – you know, quite a bit for that run game. And he, he was really magical with the ball. So, if he was a senior, he's going to definitely be missed. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, excuse me. 13 touchdowns, that's pretty good. But then when you also think about it, all right, they played 13 games. One touchdown a game. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. He did average six yards a touch. So that ain't bad. But how many games did he have where he had a big run also? Yeah. I mean, you look at the Virginia Tech game. Had a big run in that game. Uh, the bowl game against Carolina had a very big run. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, I'm not trying to – my biggest thing is Mac – Mac Brown, all right. Yeah, his first couple of years there, he did good. This year here was a little bit of a rebuilding year. No matter how much you want to talk and say that it wasn't, Look at who left and who came back. It was a rebuilding year. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't sit there and say the man's on a hot seat after one down year. One down year. And hell, even then, he still won six games. Still went to a bowl game. Right. I mean, Which, for North Carolina, you'll take it as a basketball school. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to do something about the defense for sure. I mean, you look at their stats last year. Gave up, on average, 403.4 yards a game. That was good enough for 94th in the nation. Gave up 180.5 yards rushing a game. That's good enough for 95th in the nation. Yep. 222.9 pass yards a game, 79th in the nation. Gave up 32 points a game, (laughs) 105th in the nation. I mean, yeah. Every single one of the defensive stats is way back there, man. Yeah. And like you've always said, man, co-defensive coordinators, Jay Bateman, Tommy Thigpen, when you have two Chiefs, I believe that's one too many Chiefs to have for that reservation. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co-defensive coordinators, to me, I do not like it. I'm not a fan of it. It's just can't have too many roosters in the hen house. Yeah. You got to have one dominant guy. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I mean, if you've got these guys not knowing really where to look as far as seniority goes with co-defensive coordinators, what one guy says, the other can try to override, and it's just one big confusion. And it's just – I feel like it's bad for business. It is, and I mean, it's bad for business, but the defense just – it didn't look good last year. No. Didn't look good this year. And the thing was, they said, oh, our defense, the best thing is we have a lot of returning players, which sometimes is a good thing. But when you were one of the absolute worst defenses in all of college football last year, and you're bringing back all – well, just about all your players, <laughs> you're bringing back the same coaches, same scheme, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing all over again, expecting different um, outcomes. That's right. You can't – same players – same schemes, guess what, guys? You ain't going to have – it's not going to be no different this year than it was last year. No, absolutely not. And I understand, you know, the thought process with, you know, they've got more experience this year. But the experience that they had, man, I mean, it was – my coach used to have a saying, perfect practice makes perfect. A lot of people say practice makes perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. And – these guys were far from perfect last year. It is far from perfect. I mean, they did have some bright spots. It's Absolutely. Just, you can't be too critical on this team. I think that's a little bit of what everybody's doing right now. Is everybody's looking at what happened. And they're upset and they're being very critical. They're saying, oh, this shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have been this way. I'm not upset because I'm not surprised. I called this last year. I said North Carolina's going to have a big fall off. I said yep. there's no way. There's no way you can lose that much productivity on offense. And still have a weak defense. And have a bad defense to stay in these football games. And, I mean, it showed. Look at, at Virginia Tech this year. One, one of the most stagnant offenses in all the football was not a good football team this year by any no, means. Absolutely whatsoever. not. Season opener now. Don't get me wrong. Virginia Tech, they showed up in Lane Stadium. They sure did. I mean, they showed up. They had a hell of a crowd for a season opener. It was awesome. I remember watching that game. But they lost 17-10. to 10. They could not put up no more than 10 points. No. On Virginia Tech. No. Absolutely not. Man. I mean, come on. You got to do better. Then you look at Georgia Tech, 45-22. That was a very bad football team. That's one they want to forget. Well, actually, I'm not even going to say it was a very bad football. They lost a lot of close games. (laughs) Georgia Tech lost a lot of close games. I mean, they were a decent football team, man. And just really, this was the one game they figured out how to put points on the board. I mean, you look at these schools they lost to. Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Florida State. Notre Dame. Notre Dame I'll give an exception to. Pittsburgh. I'll give an exception to that. And NC State, but in South Carolina. 
They got a teeth kicked in by South Carolina. Absolutely, man. Final score was 38-21 in that game. And let me tell you something. It was not that close. No, not at all. Not at all. But you lose to Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech, who both those schools were bottom of the ACC this year. They were not very good. But then you turn around and you beat Virginia. You beat Miami. You beat Wake Forest. I mean, who was a hell of a team this year. Absolutely. And this inconsistency here, I just... mm. Well, you look at some of these scores, man. I mean, losing to Virginia Tech by seven. Losing to Florida State by ten. Losing to Notre Dame by ten. Losing to Pitt, looks like, by seven. And then North Carolina State by four. I mean, they had some really close games, man. It's like they were really on the cusp. The biggest thing that happened this year is they asked Sam Howe to carry the whole load. Yeah. And he could not do it. No. No, he couldn't. Through some bad interceptions to end some games. Mm-hmm. That Virginia Tech game. <laughs> yeah. South Carolina game threw some picks. Yeah. Threw some picks. A lot of uh, – I think there was a couple of fumbles there too. I think he threw – I almost certainly threw one pick, didn't he? But I know he, th- I know he fumbled it. Yeah, I but think Jalen Foster had a pick. Yeah, but he threw – had numerous picks this year. A lot of fumbles, but when you look at when those turnovers happened, it was in very key moments in the games. And you can't – I'm not trying to knock me on man, because I think he's a great – I think he has potential to be a great quarterback. He was a very good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When he had, when he had a team around him that he didn't actually have to carry, he was a good quarterback when he could just play loose. That's right. But I think sometimes he tried a little too hard to carry the team, and it it cost him. Mm-hmm. Very Brett Farvish. Absolutely, man. I mean, go back to your point. It was nine interception. He nine interceptions he had on the season. Yeah. And I mean, that's not a terrible number, single digits. A lot of guys do a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But. If you're turning it over when the game's on the line, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like just the system they had, it just it wasn't a good fit this year. No, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. The, the Notre, or Notre Dame, North Carolina is a running team by nature. Go back and look at – you know, last season, the 2,000-yard rushers that they had. This season, you had your quarterback almost getting 1,000 yards on top of your running back all getting 1,092 yards total. So they're definitely a running team by trade. But when they can't – when you finally stop the run, quarterback is forced to throw the ball. If your quarterback doesn't trust in himself, bad things are going to happen. Well, it's kind of like we said back in the spring game. I don't know if you remember, but a lot of what happens, and this is a youth thing, 
This is a lot to do with the system you're in. North Carolina does a lot of RPO plays. And on a lot of these plays, the quarterback's not reading progressions. He's taking two steps. That ball's getting fired out there. He's taking one look, throwing it out there. And if there's any pressure at all, that's one thing that's been a little bit of a bugaboo on Sam Howell is he did not do good under pressure. No, no. He heard footsteps quite a bit. And then when when he had to get out the pocket, he just wasn't accurate enough to be, be able to throw on the run, really. He was very – no, 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 no. He was good. He was good throwing on the run. But his problem was if he was under duress, if he escaped the pressure outside the pocket, he was all right. But if he was under duress, had these people breathing down his neck, he forced throws. He pulled a Brett Favre. He just – Gunslinger. Tried to gunsling it in there. And a lot of times he threw a pass before he even looked. Right. And that no-looking stuff, man, it might look a little cool seeing Patrick Mahomes doing it on Sunday. That shit don't cut it. No, no, not at all. You've got to be one lucky mother to be able to, to no-throw and get, get, get by with it. That's exactly right. And he's got potential. He's got talent. But in these close games, when the game is on the line, it's on you. You got to be able to pull these things out. You got to be able to elevate the team around you. And the kid's got a ton of heart. I mean, 800 plus yards on the ground. Sam Howell is a he's a very athletic quarterback, but he's not a dual threat quarterback. Oh, absolutely not. He does not have no ground breaking speed. I mean, he's elusive. He's very athletic, but for him to get 800-plus yards this year, that's 800 yards of heart. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. But it also a lot of times led to, okay, I'm going to tuck this ball and run for these yards instead of trying to hold off for a minute or two and get an open receiver. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it costs them. Absolutely, man. and. You know, a lot of it also has to do with that offensive line, man, trying to block for him because not giving him any time, you know, that that also forces his hand as well. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It all starts and it finishes with the line. Ain't no doubt about that. But there's just there's a lot of things to factor in there. I mean, you got a young quarterback who's catching – there's a lot of pressure, all the height with the draft and everything else. A lot of pressure coming in there with that. But it's trying to live up to the hype. And then it's okay, well, this is your year to prove yourself. You don't have these running backs no more. Now it's all on you. Now we get to see what you're made of. It's a ton of pressure. And oh, yeah. In a lot of ways, he lived up to the hype. But also in a lot of ways, he – Threw a lot of question marks up there, too. Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. And that goes back to the point of if he came back again next year, what kind of difference could that have made? Because, because he's had one year to carry the team on his back, on his own. You know, and it. what did he, what did he learn from that? 
it all depends on what kind of offensive scheme they try to run. I think you'd have to change your scheme up a little bit to benefit Sam a little bit more. But also, man, that defense, they got to do something about that. Yeah, defense, man. You ain't lying about that. Swiss cheese all over the board, man. Your defensive linemen, your your linebackers, your your secondary, man, everything, Swiss cheese. Absolutely. I mean, when you got to score 59 points to beat Virginia, 59 <laughs> to 39, when you're beating Wake Forest 58-55, you're giving up too many points, man. Absolutely. If Absolutely. you can score 34 points on Notre Dame, you should be winning that game, not letting them score 44. Right, exactly. Hell, Florida State, 35 points. Hell, I don't know if Florida State put 35 points on anybody this past year. <laughs> Yeah, they had a lot of question marks themselves, man. But, you know, to be able to put up 25 on Florida State, I mean, that's also saying something. But, you know, the the thing I look at the most is this South Carolina team who, coming into that game, had a lot of question marks about that offense. Had a lot of question marks about their offense. But they came into that game with a brilliant game plan. We're going to discuss that when we talk about South Carolina, which will be actually be next uh, next podcast. Yes, sir. So that'll probably be Thursday, unless the pollen monster <laughs> keeps jumping on me and messing me up even more than I already am. Yeah, we're going to plan on Thursday, but just stay posted. We'll let you know. That's right. But uh, South Carolina came in that game with a really good game plan. But, see, South Carolina puts the points on the board early, but what helped them is their defense turned up the pressure, and they played great defense yeah. in that game. Yeah. Sam Howe never got in a rhythm. And North Carolina couldn't play. Yeah, absolutely, man. And the funny thing about it is going into that game, South Carolina's defense all season was known to be able to stop the pass. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, South Carolina's defense was been able, it known that last season to be able to stop the pass. They were ranked high in the nation. Running game, however, wasn't so much. And they really did a lot of adjustments and really stopped that run game for the most part. I mean, they still had broke off a couple of good runs, but, you know, still yet, they turned up the heat on Sam Howe to try to make a play. Yeah, they turned the heat up on Sam Howe. But see, that's where in years past, if teams try to take Sam Howe out, all North Carolina would do is they just run the ball day through. Yeah. They still get yards. They find a way to make it work. This year, you take away Sam Howell, it's game over. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you look at – look what South Carolina's offense did this game. The carry-on joiner, a wide receiver, went 9 of 9. Got a touchdown. 9 of 9. Nine 160 of nine. yards. Kevin Harris went 31 of 182. Touchdown. Jaheim Bell, five receptions for 159 yards and two TDs. <laughs> but look, look, this South Carolina team, all right, put up 38 points on you. They ranked 105th in the nation 
at points per game. Yeah. Yeah. That is awful. Yes, sir. Very much so. Hell, all their offensive stats were 90 or worse. Yeah. That's that's what I was saying, man. Their offensive stats are were absolutely horrible. Defensive, man, they were they were on the board good, but when you put up that many points to a South Carolina team who's in the 90s, you know, ranked in the nation, just imagine what they would have been before the North Carolina game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hell, you look at North Carolina's defense and they're in the 90s, except for pass defense. <laughs> so, it was a good matchup, apparently. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but I don't know. If you're a North Carolina fan, I almost feel like you hate to see Sam Howell go, but at the same time, I kind of feel like if you're a North Carolina fan, you got to be a little bit excited because now you can get a little bit of a breath of fresh air in there. It's a, yeah. little, it's a little bit of uncertainty. But North Carolina's always been able to recruit quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Mac Brown's always been able to, to recruit quarterbacks. He has. But Sam Howe, I feel like they've been so wrapped up on one or two players the last several years where they haven't really – I feel like this year come we're going to get to see how good the coaching staff is. I'll put it that way. Absolutely, man. I mean, you're losing Sam Howell. I believe Josh Downs, you're also losing two, if I'm not mistaken, which is your number one wide receiver overall. And if Ty Chandler is also going to the league, Bo, I mean, it's going to be a rebuilding season full-blown. Ty Chandler was a senior this past year. Okay. Because he played four years at Tennessee, one year at North Carolina State. That's five years there, so he was a super senior. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, he's gone. So, be a lot of new faces. It's going to be interesting to see what this North Carolina team can do. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And you got to think Mac's going to be going to the transfer portal to see what he can pull out the hat. Yeah, he's going to be hitting the transfer portal. They got a hell of a recruiting class. I think they had a top ten in the nation recruiting class. It was either top 10 or top 15. It was pretty damn good. I know that. But uh, with all that being said, man, I I really don't have nothing else for this one. How about you? Man, I don't really either, man. I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens going forward. I do know that, you know, Mac Brown being the legend that he is, he's he's definitely got magic in a bottle, so we're going to see if he can reproduce. Yeah, if there's anything for sure about Mac Brown, he's going to put a football team on the field. Absolutely, man. Ain't no doubt about that. Especially with these new players coming in there because, I don't know, I feel like after you've had a player for several years there, you have some success with them. I feel almost like you get a little overconfident in their abilities and you more so say, well, if I get in a bad spot, I know what he can do. He'll get me out of it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And not only that, but after a six and seven season – I mean, you got to feel like that offense became a little bit stagnant, so it's it's going to be nice to get some some fresh water moving in. Yeah, for sure. It kind of reminds me of a – I hate to use comparison because he's the goat of coaches, but uh, old Bill Belichick up there in New England. Right. All those years he had Tom Brady, had all that success, and then uh, last year when Brady left, he had Cam Newton in town. And, <laughs> Good old Scam Newton. They was, man, they was awful last year. Horrible. In 2020, horrible. they were awful. 
I mean, just to be fair, though, they had a lot of people bow out due to COVID. They did, but still professional football league. Yeah. Still the New England Patriots. You're still the goat (laughs) of coaches. I mean, valid point. This year it gets a rookie quarterback in there. You could tell he kind of took things back by the reins. It's like, all right, you know what? We're going to go back to the basics here. I'm going to go back to my great defenses and not – relying on one sole player and old new england turned it around so they did they really did man and you know i'm excited to see where that turns out for them too yeah yeah for sure and i mean i feel like a similar thing's about to happen with north carolina i feel like instead of worrying about one or two star players you're gonna see the coaching come back out you're gonna see old mac brown reemerge and it's either gonna go one way or the other yeah absolutely man we're gonna see we're either going to see the Mac Brown or old, or we're going to see the old Mac Brown. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like <laughs> that. That's pretty good. But uh, with all that being said, man, I think I'm wrap this thing up. All right, let's wrap her up, man. Y'all know what to do. Come hit us up on Facebook. Come hit us up on uh, Twitter. And definitely, uh, you know, get in contact with us. Let us know what you think, what your thoughts of North Carolina is going to be. And we'd love to talk some football with you. That's exactly right. And, y'all, I have not forgot. I promise you we will get some YouTube videos up and going. We will start doing some live videos. It's just been a hectic couple of weeks. And then then this week here we jump into the old pollen monster, as I like to call it. <laughs> Can't even walk out in the front yard without getting jumped like an old damn pollen money or Evil something. Evil bastard he is, man. We came outside, what was it, Sunday morning. Yeah, man, I walked out in the backyard, and you just helped me do a little bit of yard work back there. And shit. <laughs> but you could look just in the backyard, man, and it just, like the movie The Blob. It was just a green the blob. Fog. The, the blob. fog, yeah. yeah the, fog. the fog. Just a green fog of nothing but pollen. Hell yeah, my wife got home something. She said, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I walked out in the yard, and damn pollen beat me with a stick. <laughs> beat my ass. Give me your money. I'm, I'm telling you, boy, it was rough. It felt like I was dealing with Debo out there. But with all that being said, uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in. And until next time, keep those drinks cold and keep those chains moving. Yes, sir. We love you. We'll see y'all next time. Yes, sir.